Blog Talk Radio. Time to relax. You know what that means. Time to hang your stockings by the chimney with care in hopes Pete's brother Nicholas soon will be there. And hopefully he'll have his goddamn <laughs> pants on this time. <laughs> that kid can't afford to get any more like sexual assault charges against him. Or paternity suits. Either one. Oh, Nick. <laughs> we'll get him back on the show one of these days to defend himself. Until then... <laughs> we'll give it to him good. Back to the jail with you. <laughs> I'm Kevin Jank. I'm Peter Jank. And it's a special Christmas show. Even though it's actually a one week before Christmas, but still. <laughs> well, Christmas Close is on Sunday, enough. so who knows? Who knows what the oh, holiday yeah. will bring? Do you get Monday off after Christmas? Well, I get Monday off anyways, but I am oh, yeah, Friday off and have a four-day weekend. Nice. Yeah. They haven't said yet what we're doing on Friday, if it's going to be like a – if we get it off or if we get like a half day or something, but I'm hoping we'll get something. But I guess we'll find oh, out as it gets closer. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find out after Christmas. <laughs> we're going to wait till like – uh, for like 3.45 that day. Like, okay, you can leave. You could have left like half day. Oh, <laughs> there's only 15 minutes left. Why did you tell us this now? <laughs> you shouldn't have even come in. You didn't even have to come in. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> but I'm glad you showed up. Thank you. <laughs> glad you showed up. You'll not be paid for today since you weren't expected to work. <laughs> <laughs> you did not have to be here. Aww. <laughs> well, then I'm totally burning everything I just did. Mastelled. What? <laughs> uh, I'll have my All right. For you. <laughs> Me too. But uh, our top ten this week. It's going to be something I hope we can do uh, every year, really, because i got a shit ton more Christmas songs to go. Uh, <laughs> so we just kind of pick ten at, almost at random, but, well, not really, but they're, they're very good songs. But we're going to do, like, our top ten Christmas songs. Um, there's a lot of good Christmas songs out there. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know how you found so many Christmas songs. I mean, there's a lot of great Christmas <laughs> songs out there. When I did my list... I pretty much did, like, I don't know, it was like a mesh of, like, some of my favorite Christmas songs plus songs that I just thought were really good. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of like I a question mesh. Of some it's of not those, like but... my ultimate favorite. 
no, you'll, you should not question any of them. <laughs> you should cherish every one of them. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I can't wait uh, to right, get to some of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Let me tell you that much, people. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's play the theme song and get this underway. Hello, women, this is number eight. Now you can all lay them straight. Open the door to your fuzzy elephant. Nine, ten. Never sleep again. All right. Well, why don't you kick us off with uh, your number ten? Oh, I will. Let's pull <laughs> up my list. For some reason, I did not get prepared during that. I was just like, oh, man, I love this song. It's so good. Oh, crap. I forgot. I need to pull my list up. But Let's play it, and then I'll talk about it after, <laughs> once I remember what it was. Yeah. All right, my number 10. I should have known this. I don't know. This was a good hardcore number 10. So my number 10 <laughs> is Silent Night by Psycho Stick. Go ahead. Play the, play the jam, Kevin. Play the jam. All right. That was a clip and Most the entire song, be- actually. Yeah. <laughs> Most people are like, what was he saying? He was singing Silent Night. All is calm and all is bright. Uh, True. It's psycho stick. I, I, I really don't know what else to say. Uh, I, It's number 10 because it is not usually my, like, I love psycho stick to death, but the, they had a whole Christmas album of, like, six songs, and the whole album uh-huh. was pretty much that the whole time. Um, it's not my <laughs> They've favorite. They've had some album, other good I Christmas think... songs that I like a little better, like that one, the O Tannenbaum one that we saw when we were out there. And they just came out with that new one. Did you see the new one, uh, N O E L? Oh, it's no. It's like a I parody didn't... of BYOB by System of a Down. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, man, I should have chose that one. Well, I think. I, think I do have a clip of it if you want one. to play it. Um, sure, go ahead. It's just a little bonus. Christmas time is drawing near, let's all spread some cheer. Grab your wallet, time to spend most wonderful time of year. Hiding presents in your closet, hoping that they won't find out. Jesus greetings, obligations, manufactured lies from the greeting cards.
I like that he put palms in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> I love yeah. that guy. That, that, that lead singer is a cool dude. He is cool. Um, I don't know. I chose Silent Night <laughs> because when I bought the Christmas album, I put it on, and I was like, oh, Silent Night. I, I wonder if they're just doing covers. And I just like the fact that he's <laughs> screaming the entire time during a song called Silent Night. I just can't. <laughs> I can't get that out of my brain as being hilarious. <laughs> I feel like that is a very Ryan Kelly song right there. <laughs> it is. It is. It's the kind of music he would it love. Is. <laughs> Silent night. All is good. All is right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my number 10 is going to be uh this is probably like the the sweetest song on my list. Uh it's almost overly sweet where you're just like, ah, oh, that's too far. You took it too far, kids. <laughs> but it's just right up to that line. <laughs> um this oh. is by a band obviously me and you used to listen to quite a bit back in the day. Newfound Glory. Um this I think they had at least one older Christmas song called X Miss which I might put on a list later on, but that's a good one too. But this is a very different song. I think it came out more recently. Um, I haven't really kept up with Newfound Glory too much, like especially the last couple of years. Um, like I want to say like their 2006 album was really the last one I listened to. <laughs> but I still, I, I like this song. It's, it's pretty good. Uh, it's called Nothing for Christmas. <laughs> I don't mean to hold on to your love for so long, but the feeling is right and nothing can go wrong. The fog on the wind already all sings a song. I can remember waking up in her arms and I think back to when I was younger, when everyone's together and I want to Got a good, nice, catchy chorus there, which is good. Get I don't know if I've heard that song. It's pretty good. Check good. it out. I will. I want to. I want to <laughs> sing now until my lungs explode. <laughs> it definitely, it gets stuck in. It's one of those things that definitely gets stuck in my head for a while. It earworms the shit out of me. Hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, my number nine is apparently a song I forgot about because I didn't even put it on my original <laughs> list. So that's how good it is. True. Um, <laughs> I was loading on the clips and I'm like, wait a minute, why am I one short? <laughs> I had to go back and check. Like, I'm like, oh, I only got nine. And let me check the list. Did I miss something? Oh, there's just no number nine on this list. <laughs> it goes from eight to ten. <laughs> Apparently Peter is stupid. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> so I just kind of shot this one out of my anus. And it's just a classic. 
Um, and it's uh, it's The Grinch, Who Stole Christmas by The Grinch. Because <laughs> he's yeah. a real person. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a... Greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty hole. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a... Thirty-nine and a half foot pole. That's the best part of the song. There is the thirty-nine and a half foot pole. <laughs> there is a Liam Neeson cockjoke. <laughs> In a recent Hollywood Babylon, they made a uh, Liam Neeson cock joke about that, where like Liam, Neeson, Liam Neeson's cock is so big he wouldn't even touch the Grinch with it. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good one. Good classic. Yeah, it's it does the trick. It fits my fancy. <laughs> All right. What was my number nine? Where's my? Oh, here it is. Nine, number nine. <laughs> oh, okay. So this, um, I'm not really what you would call, you know, the biggest fan of of the rap music that the kids like these days. <laughs> oh, not so much. <laughs> but uh, one of my friends, Janie, she's like a really big fan of Afro Man. And she kept telling me for, you know, years and years about Afro Man is this Christmas CD. You should listen to it. It's hilarious. And I finally did like maybe, I don't know, two, three years ago. And it, it's pretty funny. <laughs> He does, he does like a lot of, you know, Christmas songs, but changing lyrics and stuff, obviously. Um, and a lot of it's pretty funny. A lot of them involve weed or just like fucking sex and stuff like that. Uh, there's like the parody of Let It Snow. It's just called Let Her Blow. Uh, it's like, I wish you would roll a new blunt. Uh, stuff like that. But I'm going to play the version, uh, his version of Frosty the Snowman here. Uh, I don't know. I just always like this song. <laughs> it's pretty short. The whole thing basically is under a minute, so. Oh! Here it is. I see the snowman. Frosty the snowman had a dick of snow. He could only fuck a bitch if her pussy was real cold. Frosty was frustrated, but that's how the cards was dealt. When a girl would pass with a big hot ass, his dick would surely melt. Spring will be here and his dick will disappear like an ice cube in a parking lot. Frosty tried to bust this gun, ain't that, but her pussy was too hot. Frosty, the snowman, was never able to come. He tried to fuck a queer, the sun would appear, and Frosty had to run. 
It's a good song, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a classic. Yep, yep, yep. It's one of those things but, that, like, everybody knows, and they've heard it a, a bunch, but I don't think I could ever see myself putting it on. Because, like, any music before the 60s, I'm just like, fuck this. <laughs> I don't know. I like Frank Sinatra. Frank Sinatra's got some great jams, and then uh, so is uh, just a bunch of those guys. Dean Martin. They got yeah, Dean Martin. <laughs> Dean Martin and Dominic the Italian Christmas Donkey. That's a good one. <laughs> That is a good one. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Ching any ching. Eh-aw, eh-aw. Dominic the donkey. I should have done that one. <laughs> Classics. Yep. All right. Well, what's your number eight? All right. My number eight is going to be a song by a, uh, a punk band from Boston. Um, you pretty much, I mean, there's no way to not know that they're from Boston since pretty much all they do is talk about Boston. <laughs> and they've clearly got that Boston Irish, you know, Catholic thing going on. Uh, the Dropkick Murphys. Oh. They play very Irish sounding, you know, punk music. Uh, and their last album, I think it came out like 2013, had a really good Christmas song on it called The Seasons Upon Us. And it's just kind of about like, uh, you know, having a big wacky family and uh, visiting them at Christmas time. Uh, so I'm going to play a little bit of that right now. There's bells and there's holly, the kids are gung-ho. True love finds a kiss beneath freshness of Some families are messed up while others are fine. If you think yours is crazy, well, you should see mine. about his different relatives like and he, he talks eventually about like his brother bringing home like another fat chick <laughs> his, even the dog's like against him the dog like apparently defiled his teddy bear and then left him the mess <laughs> so, uh, that's unfortunate <laughs> that is awesome this <laughs> is a lot of fun and, and a good little you know Irish punk tune yeah that's good I like it that's a keeper <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> um, 
right. Well, my number, my number seven. Oh, it's another. It's another Grinch song. It's another Grinch song. Oh, yeah. One of everybody's favorites. Um, I really <laughs> like the song. It's uh, "Where Are You Christmas." Of course, this chick grows up to be extremely hot, so that's that's always good. <laughs> um, she's still and she's like in a a really good band too. She's played some good tunes. Um, What's her name? I don't really know what. I'm trying to remember now. Hold on. Oh, man, I, can't, I should have been prepared for this one. I had a feeling you were going to ask me. <laughs> so she's in this band right now. Um, let me see. Grinch who stole. Uh, They're supposed to be remaking oh, this thing, I think, again. Again? Why? Yeah. Nobody likes any know. of the Dr. Seuss <laughs> movies. Nobody. <laughs> I know. You'd think they would learn. Is it Taylor Momsen? Uh, yep, Taylor Momsen. And she is in a band called The Pretty Reckless. Hmm. I don't know Never if you've heard ever heard of them, but um, they're no, pretty good, man. They're on the radio a lot, but she's more of the, like, she plays that naughty girl kind of thing, kind of like a hailstorm. I don't know if you've heard of them either, but... um. Pretty cool stuff, man. I really like her stuff. The stuff that's on the radio is not so not as good, but the stuff that she's not doing on the radio, oh man, she's pretty good. I like it. Nice. I'll have to check it out. Put, yeah, for sure. Give her give her a try. You know what? <laughs> Why does, you, you try to Google her name and it says Taylor Michael Momsen. <laughs> her middle name can't be I Michael, hope, right? I hope it is. <laughs> Oh, it's probably not Michael. It's probably Mikhail. Is it Mikhail? (laughs) Isn't that a dude's name still? Like Mikhail's Navy? (laughs) Don't think too much into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I won't. But yeah, yeah, she's she's cute. I like her. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, let's see. I gotta get back to the <laughs> to the studio here. <laughs> All right, here's the song. I'm rearranging 
I'm so glad you got that version. <laughs> oh, that's so awesome. That's usually not the version that nice. people remember. Oh, man, that's good. You got the one with actually the girl in it. Nice. It's usually, I think it's Faith Hill well, who though. does that song normally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I would never download a country song. <laughs> Well, you've done you've done good things today. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I went to the Villa Grit, the legit Grinch one. Good, you made us all proud today. Where <laughs> are you, Christmas? I gotta, yeah, it warms you right in the cockles of your heart. The cockles. Oh, yeah. I like that song. I don't know. For whatever reason, that's the only good part of that entire movie. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) That is a very true statement. I can't remember. I don't know. Let's look this up real quick. If they're doing another cartoon or live action movie. How about they just leave it alone? It's already been done. (laughs) Either way. Who's How the Christmas is an, is an upcoming computer animated Christmas comedy film produced by Illumination oh, Entertainment. Same people who make fucking Minions, so you know that's going to be great. <laughs> With Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. Oh, he does have the voice for it. Yeah, I mean, that's not terrible. But the, there's nothing wrong with the old cartoon, like... I agree. <laughs> I goddamn agree. I don't get it. All right. Well, my number seven doesn't have any Benedict Cumberbatch in it. <laughs> I know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. But <laughs> uh, this is a song by um, like a pop punk band, I want to say, uh, called Nerf Herder. Yeah. I know. It's just that noise. Sorry, that was my alarm. I was waiting because I thought you were gonna wake me up at like earlier, and then uh, my <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you were gonna do it at noon, and it's eleven thirty over here because I was up until like four or five playing this one game that I downloaded. Oh shit! <laughs> it was so fun. What was it? The game called Trove. This is completely off topic, but it's a game called Trove, and uh, I don't know. I I really find it pretty fun. It's uh, kind of like a pixelated Minecraft game-ish kind of game. I don't like mm. Minecraft by any means, but um, this game is pretty <laughs> fun. Didn't you used to play Minecraft? I, I played it for a little bit, but the graphics really irked me pretty bad, but this one, <laughs> instead of like, like, all the cubes in this one are like solid colors, so it's not like Minecraft where they like put like digital prints on all the cubes like these are all solid oh. colors like literally and it's cool because you got two different modes you can go out and like adventure and fight stuff and loot and get all these weapons and whatnot or you can go and build your own house and like base and everything and you're trying to collect stuff mm. to put into your base um, and it reminds me so much of like doing pixel art because of oh. it's all solid colors so it's just it's it's hitting that fancy for me right now Oh, I like that. Which doesn't happen very often. 
hits you right in your fancy feast. It does. It really, truly does. <laughs> it really, truly, Annie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my number seven uh, by a band uh, called Nerf Herder. Um, obviously, they got their name from, uh, you know, what uh, Princess Leia calls Han Solo in Empire Strikes Back, which already makes me a fan of them for being that nerdy. <laughs> um, they kind of got big in, like, the late 90s. Uh, they had a hit song called Van Halen. Uh, and they also wrote the theme song for the Buffy the Vampire Slayer TV show, which is kind of where I really first heard of them. Um, but they had a, a really funny Christmas song uh, in the early 2000s called I've Got a Boner for Christmas. <laughs> and it's just great. Yeah. Sounds like a song <laughs> that you'd enjoy. <laughs> it's one you should sing when you go caroling to all the people <laughs> of the neighborhood. <laughs> As I always do. Hang up your Christmas stocking and let me put my cock in. I've got a boner for Christmas. All year you've been in a rut. This time let's do it in the butt. I've got a boner for Christmas. It really was. <laughs> that hurt. So All these clips are coming out super loud, but that one was really loud. <laughs> yep. Yep. I have a headache from hell right now. <laughs> Maybe I got to drop these down before I play them. <laughs> oh my gosh, that one was rough, but it sounded cool. <laughs> Anytime they talk about doing it in the butt in a Christmas song, you know I'm in. <laughs> hey. Amen. God bless us, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good times. All right, number six. All right. Well, my number six is a pretty good song just because of the fact that, like I said before, it's a kind of goes back to the old originals and stuff like that. And for whatever reason, like I said, I've been listening to that one station a lot. And this song is just like, I really like this song. I don't know why. I always thought it was the worst title for anything, but man, this song (laughs) is just so good. I really enjoy this jam. Yeah. (laughs) It's called (laughs) Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire by Nat King Cole. Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose Yuletide carols being sung by a choir And folks dressed up like Eskimos Everybody Everybody knows. knows A turkey and some mistletoe Help to make the season bright 
tiny tots with their eyes all aglow will find it hard to sleep tonight. Yeah. I don't know. So there's uh there's this one series of lines in this one where um what is it? Uh I'm trying to remember now. Uh, although it's been said many times, yeah. many ways, Merry Christmas. Like, I love that line. I don't know what it is about that line, dude, but just the way he sings it and everything, I just, oh, man, it's so good. So good. That's solid, yeah. I enjoy it. I agree. It's just a great song. Yep, yeah. I enjoy it. Definitely a classic. Although it's been said. Now it's going to be stuck in my head all day. Um, but yeah, that's my, number, uh, that's my number six. It's just, a, it's truly a great song. Nat King Cole's a great artist anyway. So uh, I really do like uh, that song a lot, even though it's got a horrible title. <laughs> yeah, especially but if like, you've got like a fireplace or something. I, I feel like that's a perfect song you got to put on. Yeah, that is very true. Good point. Good call on that. Good call. All right. All right. So this one, we're going back over to Boston uh, for a band called the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones uh, with a song called Xmas Time. Or actually, I think it's just Christmas Time, but that's how they spell it is Xmas Time. Um, <laughs> but this is a good song. I really like it. It's kind of, it's basically, it's not so much a cheerful Christmas song as it is uh, kind of like it's feeling that it's not very much like Christmas time that it, it you know, it's Christmas, but it doesn't feel like it's Christmas. And uh, mm. I think like it, it feels like that a lot of the time, the older I get, it just doesn't have the same, yeah. you know, Christmas feeling as I uh, used to. So I think I kind of, you know, like this song for reasons like that, but uh, here it is Christmas time by mighty, mighty Boston's. Time in uh, college, just downloading my my Boston songs, and I really just I always really like that song. 
No, no, that's good. This sounds a lot like the used, or, or not used. Uh, what's that damn band that you like? Uh, the guy <laughs> with the black hair and the makeup. Uh, AFI? <laughs> nope, not AFI. Damn, why can't I think of the damn band's name? Um, hair and makeup. Oh, The Cure. Yeah, The Cure. There you go. <laughs> hair and makeup. Whether you, you knew exactly what you Hair and makeup. I was like, wait, wait, black hair and makeup. <laughs> it's really more of a brown than a black. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, man, whatever. <laughs> Which I think, as we've mentioned on the show before, he, I think it's time for him to let that look go. Because <laughs> it's not aging yes. well. <laughs> no. As much as I loved it, and it's in its prime. It's uh, he's just starting. It's the hair's looking kind of ratty, and he's getting older and a little heavier, and it's it's just not working out as well. <laughs> he just kind of looks like a homeless yep. man at this point. <laughs> and that's not even Billy wants. Joe Armstrong. Let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> Has he? I hope so. <laughs> yeah. What bugged me about Green Day was like they. No, he's in a movie. Yeah, he's in a movie called Ordinary World. Oh shit! Yeah, you should check it out, man. Yeah, he's in a movie. Is it on like Netflix or anything? There, so. No, it just came out. Um, man, really? I heard about it on YouTube when their new album came out, and I was like, "Oh, he's in a movie." Same, very same reaction you had, and uh, <laughs> and then I was like, "Oh, okay, you know, I'll I'll check these guys, check the movie out, and it's all right. It's pretty much just about a guy who used to play punk music, and then he had to grow up." As all good movies go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? <laughs> kind of sad. I feel like most, like most punk, like punk-related movies end that way. Like SLC Punk was kind of the same way. Like he ends up, you know, growing up and becoming like a lawyer or something. It's like, oh, <laughs> you're not showing a lot of uh, promising things for punks, I guess. No, nope. you have to just grow up. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, that was my number six. Yeah, good call. That's a good one. Um, all right. Well, I guess I'll do my number my numero five. And that is uh, by my lady. By my lady Jane. <laughs> uh, um, this one is uh Baby It's Cold Outside by Zoe De Chanel. Now Everybody loves the movie Elf. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't know why. But I am a fan of Zoe Deschanel, so that's got to be something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's, she I sings think, in a lot of her songs. I think I only saw it once, but I, I remember liking it when I saw it. But it's not one of these things I've watched like every Christmas or anything like that. Yeah. It's It's okay. <laughs> I can do without it, but I can't do without Zoe Deschanel. She's my lady friend. She has, Never. She's got my she's got my lady parts. <laughs> Your lovely lady lumps. And I'll let you ponder on that. <laughs> yes, picture that while you're listening to the song. <laughs> Please. I really can't my baby say. Is- Cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening. 
hoping that you drop in very nice. Uh, hold your hands there just like I. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what you hurry. And father will be pacing the floor. Listen to that fireplace roll. So really, I'd better. Beautiful, scurry. please don't hurry. Well, maybe just a half a drink more. Put some records on while I pour. The neighbors might say, Baby, it's bad out there. Say, what's in this No cats to be had out there. I wish I knew Rise how like starlight to now. break the spell. I'll take your hat, your hair looks well. I ought to say no, no, Mind no, if I move in closer. At least I'm gonna say that I tried. What's the sense of hurting my pride? Really can't say. Baby, don't hold out. How about it? Yeah, she definitely has a really nice voice, for sure. Yeah, she does. I just want to take her out <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a good bargain for her. She's getting a free dinner. For dinner. <laughs> I, I just want to eat some steak. <laughs> she is my pretty lady. <laughs> I hope they have a buffet. (laughs) (laughs) You hear, I saw something on Facebook, I think it was earlier this week or something, that like liberals are trying to change the words to that song because it's too date rapey. (laughs) Which, to be fair, it is, but that's what makes it so funny. (laughs) You can't just change everything from the past because you don't like it. (laughs) It's such a great song. But it is very dangerous. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> What's in this drink? <laughs> Pulling a Bill Cosby on her. <laughs> oh my God! It is. But I, I listen to it a lot, and that is a very, very true statement. Though I can't really deny that. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, you just, you can't just go back and change everything just because you don't like it. Like, everyone realizes it's date rapey. We all have a good laugh at it. Just leave it alone. You don't have to make everything so PC. I agree. Now get the fuck to the back of my car. (laughs) Can I have money for a cab? Get the fuck out of here, bitch. You don't belong inside of my home. <laughs> uh, the song writes itself. <laughs> it does. It truly does. If they're going to change it, it better be that way. Yeah. Make it more funny, not less funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my number four, we're on four now, right? Or is it five? Uh, I think we're on five. All right. Uh, So 
there's a band that I really like called Steel Panther. They actually have two Christmas songs. Um, I'll probably hear play the other one next year, uh, so we'll get to hear that one later. But uh, they had a Steel Panther. is basically, I think they started out calling themselves Metal School and uh, maybe something else before that, like Atomic Punk, and they were like a Van Halen cover band. But essentially, they're, they're kind of like a comedy metal band. Uh, I guess kind of like Psycho Stick, but more aimed at like 80s metal kind of thing. Uh, like they dress very over the top and 80s hair metal types kind of things. And uh, like one of the dudes just has this, he kind of looks like a girl almost. He's so 80s glammed out. And like he spends most of the concert like spray, like uh, hair spraying his hair and looking in a mirror and stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious. And they're just raunchy funny. as hell. And uh, they're, they're, they're really great. And they've got a new album coming out next, uh, I think like February this next year. So I'm, I'm very excited for that. But uh, they did this one Christmas song, uh, I think this was maybe two years ago or so, um, and it's, it's called The Stocking Song, and it's pretty great because it's got kazoo, so what else, I mean, what more could you ask for in a song besides kazoo? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I cut out kind of the middle part, so it's mostly, I like the first verse and the, the second chorus, so I kind of just cut the middle part out, so it'll sound like a whole song, but know that there is more in the actual song, but... Uh, here it is, The Stocking Song by Steel Panther. So you say you like candy canes, all the ladies do. Candy canes are meant for sucking, so don't you think about trying to chew. How about a little eggnog? I got a homemade recipe. You're gonna get long drunk on my eggnog, even though it's alcohol free, baby. I'm gonna stuff your stocking this year. Gonna fill it to the tippy top. Gonna take it all out and stuff it back in. Take it all out and stuff it back in. How lovely. <laughs> Again, kind of thing you should be singing when you go caroling, especially around old people's houses. I love it. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> Take it all out and put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're a very fun band. I've seen them multiple times live, and they're fucking hilarious. Um, we also did the theme song for uh, Pool Boy that I finally got you to watch. <laughs> that Donkey Freedom song. <laughs> I want to oh, suck yeah. a donkey's cock. Suck it. <laughs> Love that song. I don't even know what to say about that song. <laughs> Other than it's amazing. Yep, that's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> All right, four, number four. Four, number four. All right, well, my number four 
this song, I don't remember, I, I heard it on the radio station once before, and I'm not exactly sure when, but I just remember it every single year now. And it's called 12 Days of Christmas, but it's by Reliant K, which is the best version of 12 Days for Christmas because it's less boring than anything else. <laughs> I think I think my favorite is the uh, – there's one from the 80s by Bob and Doug McKenzie. I don't even know if you know who they are, but they were like from that SCTV show, which is kind of like a, a Canadian version of Saturday Night Live. And it was like um, – what's his name? Fucking uh, – oh, god damn it. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids guy, Rick Moranis. That's it. Uh, Rick Moranis was one of the guys, and uh, the other guy was, I think, Dave Thomas, but not the Wendy's Dave Thomas, this other Dave Thomas. And basically, they're, they're the two stereotypical Canadian guys. <laughs> and uh, they're singing about the 12 Days of Christmas, and it's really funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do enjoy this one here. Uh, let's play it. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love gave My true love gave to me three franchises, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fourth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me four calling birds, three franchises, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. On the fifth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me Partridge, what's a pear tree? <laughs> These are all I don't know who doesn't know questions. what a partridge is, but <laughs> but what's a pear tree? <laughs> I'm guessing it's a tree that grows pears. Actually, I know this for a fact. We used to have one in our, in our yard. <laughs> I don't know what the two have to but do what... with each other. <laughs> Why you would give them as gifts? <laughs> it's true. I do like the song because they are the worst. Not, not just the song, but. 12 Days of Christmas. These are the worst gifts to ever give anybody. <laughs> yeah, they really are. <laughs> On one of Norm McDonald's like, CDs, he did like a skit about it where he kept calling the lady like, oh, yeah, this is a great gift. <laughs> but then like, it just kept getting worse. It was like, oh, so many birds, and they're all like attacking each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There really are some terrible presents. I think they a lot of are. people too, like <laughs> like drummers drumming and stuff. Like, how are you giving them these people? Are you slave <laughs> laboring them? You now own these they drummers. <laughs> they must do your bidding. They just—it's like eleven or uh, nine ladies milking. Like, why would I want that? <laughs> but then, why would I not yeah. want that? <laughs> There are children present. <laughs> Eight ladies milking, nine gays, or what? Nine, nine ladies dancing. Laying. I hope those are different ladies than the ones that are milking. <laughs> I don't want them milking while they're dancing. Eleven lords a leaping. That's what I need. I need eleven lords a leaping. <laughs> yeah. 
they're lords that are just good at like the long jump, I guess. Wow. Great. Thank you. I appreciate this gift this year of these lords of leaping. <laughs> Norm McDonald thing. I think every time he calls me, he's just like, you know, these are great gifts, but but I could really use a hat. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I thought I was dropping some pretty clear hints. I wanted a hat this year. <laughs> oh, good times. That is pretty funny right All there. All right. <laughs> so my number four is... A, a song that I, I guess I might take shit for this. Cause I'll play something afterwards. But, I mean, I enjoy this version of the song at least. Not, I mean, not so much the original by Wham, but I do like the Jimmy Eat World version of Last Christmas. Uh, I just, I always really like this song. I think the lead singer is really well suited for this song. I guess his name is Jimmy, I'm going to assume anyway. <laughs> I've never really looked into it that much, but Jimmy's got a good <laughs> voice for this. And, uh... <laughs> Like um, the the guitar and stuff is just really cool sounding in this song, and I've just I've always really liked this song. Uh, so last Christmas, originally by Wham, but this is the Jimmy Eat World version uh, from I don't know 2002 or so ish. Um, here we go. good it's catchy it gives you that nice christmasy feeling but uh <laughs> there's a guy who uh whose music i really like called richard cheese he's basically like a comedian who does like uh lounge singer style versions of songs and he'll kind of like make them funny or he'll pick like just dirty rap songs and it'll be funny because he's doing like a swinging lounge version of it kind of thing like that but uh <laughs> he did a christmas album and there was his version of last christmas on the album and I'm going to play that for you right now. It's, it's only about 18 seconds long. Perfect. Hold on. You know what? Hold on. Stop. Stop. Bobby, stop. 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 Uh, we were going to do a swing and lounge version of Last Christmas by Wham, but that song sucks. Next tune. <laughs> That's badass. <laughs> So, clearly the song is not beloved by all. <laughs> and I laugh every time Apparently. I hear that, but... <laughs> I 
can't agree. I do like at least the Jimmy Eat World version of that song, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> That's a good one, though. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. All right, I guess we're on to my number three, which I'm sure is oh, one that's in question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's in question. It's such a good song. <laughs> Maybe if it was sung by just about anyone else. But what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, well, almost anyway. anyone else I could think of, except Justin Bieber. Nope. This is the version that's the best. <laughs> well, anyways, we'll, we'll get into it. This. So this song, I, I do like Oh Holy Night. It's a great song. Because um, there's those few parts in that song where the key is just extremely hard to hit. And I'll give anybody props who can hit it because it's right at the end of the song. And people are just going crazy over that. Uh, <laughs> over that key. They're just going crazy for it. Like, I need more of that key. <laughs> so, anyways, this song oh, is sung by uh, uh, Celine Dion. <laughs> and, yeah, it's a great song. <laughs> that says it right there. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it's, it's the best. <laughs> Tune out right now. <laughs> Save yourself. <laughs> You play that song. Yeah, here it is. you deep inside <laughs> it did it truly did <laughs> I don't know like I said well, it's the I guess I'm glad. Really does it for me because that song is it's a good song I really like A Holy Night and I just heard it by Celine Dion like a couple of weeks ago I'm like oh my god this is Celine Dion I need more of this <laughs> I need to download her whole discography <laughs> I don't think anybody's that into Celine Dion <laughs> No, I hope not. Or else I pity them. But it is good. This is true. You will pity it hard. (laughs) Mr. T-Style. 
All right. <laughs> well, I'm sure everyone out there is, is glad that they got to hear that at number three. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's so far along my list. It's great. <laughs> All right. Um, my number three is going to be by one of my favorite bands and definitely one of my favorite punk bands, but really even just bands in general, uh, Bad Religion. They came out with an entire Christmas album. (laughs) They are old, but they're awesome. (laughs) They only get better. I think the first song I'd ever heard of them was uh, You, when we used to play Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. And that that began my entire love affair with that religion. (laughs) But they're old. (laughs) But they're so good. So, so good. Uh, they came out with a whole C- Christmas CD I want to say a couple years ago Maybe like 2012 um, And it's it's really good Just all these punk versions of Christmas classics um, The normal words and everything And they're not even mostly It's funny because they are bad religion And they really you know hate all organized religions But they are kind of taking a stab At the, uh, the more classic Religious Christmas songs For the most part Other than like White Christmas But uh, it's it's just good because they just make them very punk rockified, um, and this is the the first oh. song on that CD. It's "Hark the Herald Angel Sings," uh, and it starts out very kind of traditional almost, but then it you know kicks in and gets punky, and it's just awesome. So here it is. Hark the Herald Angel Sing, glory to the newborn King. Peace on earth and mercy mild, God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With the angelic hearts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Christ Graffin's got he's got a great voice and like especially when he does all the like, the harmonies with himself it's it it sounds just really good <laughs> it's kind of perfect for this music it was peculiarly good peculiarly <laughs> it's a great CD and that's that's probably one of my favorite songs on there I'm sure another one will make the list next year but yeah just it's really great I mean that's a good song to begin with just to hark the Herald Angel sings is a pretty catchy catchy tune. Uh, and then you you make it a lot more rockier, and, and I'm in. I'm sold. Well, it's a good one. That's a good one for sure. Indubitably. All right. Well, my number two. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I love this song so much. <laughs> Me too. Good call on this one. Yeah. This one is called Christmas Day by MXPX. There's something about the chorus that makes me think about it every year. Such a great mm-hmm. tune. Go ahead. Play it. Just play it. All right. Or not yeah, the chorus. Get into it. something about the way you spend your trip. Actually, yeah, the chorus too. Everything about that song is so good. Oh, it is. Yeah, from start to finish, it's it's the it's the tops. It's not my window. Oh, I love that part, man. <laughs> it's so good. It's it's great. It's a great song. It's catchy as hell. Yeah, no, it's a great song. I love me some MXPX on that for sure. Yeah. Oh man, this is definitely a great call. Little goes a long way. 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 Cause man, day. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. So my number two is gonna be by a band called Hollywood Undead. Um, Ooh, they had a Christmas song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, <laughs> they're they're a fun band. I like them. They have a couple, you know, good songs. Uh, I really like their Christmas song. It's called Christmas in Hollywood. And this is the second verse. It's it's probably my favorite part of the song. Uh, there's some really funny lines in here. Uh, so here it is. Christmas in Hollywood by Hollywood Undead.
Beautiful. Christmas in Hollywood. Santa's back up in the hood. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I think my favorite part was like a set of bags of presents. He had bags of dildos. <laughs> of course, that would be your favorite part. <laughs> and it's simple, but I like. I pulled down his beard, and it was a monster. It wasn't saying Nick it was a fucking imposter. <laughs> Just so good. Just some good rhymes. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful Christmas music. It makes me think of the holidays. <laughs> makes me back to being three years old when Christmas would come around. <laughs> precious, so precious. All right. Well, let's kick it off with number one, number one, numero uno. That's for our Spanish listeners. Oh, good call on that. Um. <laughs> So my number one is actually the first time I heard this, fell in love with it. My dad is obviously probably the one who showed me this song because I would never find it on my own. But <laughs> it's Carol the Bells by uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. This song, I just love Carol the Bells. It's my all-time favorite oh. uh, Christmas song. But Agreed. by Trans Siberian Orchestra, it is so so good. It is so good. I I absolutely love this version. Um, I have nothing poor to say about it at all. Go ahead. Keep it <laughs> up, Kivana. Yeah. All right. than Carol from Walking Dead. <laughs> and better than Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, yeah, that's my number yeah. one. I like... Trans-Siberian Orchestra has some good songs, and they have another good Christmas song as well, but nothing beats out that one. Oh, I know. It's, it's the greatest of all the traditional Christmas carols, because it's it sounds more like a Halloween song than a Christmas song, it really. It's fucking so terrifying. It is. Especially when you have the people singing, like, and it's like, and there's, they're, like, haunting children's choir of the children of the corn and stuff. And it's just like, Ugh. it's terrifying. 
That's what they needed. They needed they needed to bring in the children of the corn to sing Carol the Bell. Especially like when the song ends and they're just like the music is stopped and like like the children's creepy choir is still just going like I know. It's so good. So good. It makes you want to be a a child again. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, good good call. Yeah. All right. What's your number one, Kevin? I need to know. Is it gonna be good? All right, my number one. It's gonna be a long clip. I I pretty much couldn't cut any of the song. Because it's not oh good. <laughs> uh, it's but it's it's clearly should be my number one because it's called the best Christmas song by a guy mm. named Jean Lajoie. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> who's a very funny guy. He's Canadian. Uh, he was on this show, The League. Um, he does a lot of like funny songs and funny videos online. Um, he like, like did like the show me your genitals songs and that kind of stuff and everyday or uh, was it everyday normal guy and uh, all those kind of things. Well, he did a song called the best song, which was <laughs> very funny. And then a little bit later, he uh, did a song called the best Christmas song, which is kind of a similar song, but it's about Christmas things this time. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so funny because like he's clearly playing a character and like the character just like does random he likes playing tricks and he does weird stuff and there's just a random part in the first song where he's like uh he's like singing about the song but then he's like it's ever since my parents or my whole family was drowned it's my favorite thing to do <laughs> no. like, what the fuck <laughs> also my best friend died when he got hit with a snake <laughs> 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 that is pretty funny. <laughs> so it's just very funny stuff. And then the Christmas song, I don't like it quite as much as the best song, but it's it's also very, very good. Uh, so I'm just going to play it. It's about three and a half minutes long. So kick back and relax. Oh, boy.
comes in from the chimney So don't block it with a mattress And if you don't have a chimney Make one out of a mattress Santa, what is the <laughs> present You're gonna put in my tree this year I hope it's not the shoes That I already have I already have those shoes So that's not a very good present A better present would be To make my family still alive Or a bicycle That would be good too Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, Rogue One, the big new Star Wars movie came out this week. Now, when did you uh, go see yeah. it? Huh? When did you go see it? Oh, I saw it uh, Friday night. Oh, nice. Which surprised me. I, I, I imagined that the theater would be more packed than it was, but it really wasn't. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I can kind of, I can understand that. I think when I went, uh, I went Saturday morning, and I thought it would be a lot more crowded than it was. And maybe that was just because they were showing so many other, like, theaters full of it at the time. But <laughs> maybe there was, because I know one of them started a little bit earlier, so maybe most people went to that one. But I don't know. Yeah, I think it didn't seem quite as crowded then as I would have expected. Yeah. All right, well, what's your take on it, sir? Oh, go ahead. I want to hear your your opinion first. <laughs> oh. Okay. All right. So, see, Sean, my buddy, saw it Thursday night, opening night, and I didn't work yeah, on Friday, I so I text I texted him and I asked him, hey, you know, how how the movie was. It says very confusing in the beginning because the first <laughs> like ten minutes they just keep jumping around from planet to planet. And I was like, oh, I don't even know what that means, but okay, whatever. So when I went to go see it. The very first 10 minutes were very confusing because they were just jumping around from planet to planet. I had no idea what the hell was Agreed. going on in the very first. I was like, wow, this is so rushed. It's ridiculous. Like, it, yeah. it just kind of just dropped you into this insanity of a plot. But anyway. And and really um, not having the crawl was kind of a mistake, I think. Like, they decided they're not going to do the yeah. crawl in the standalone movies only for the anthology movies. But uh, you really could have used it here. Yeah, I, it, I, I would, I would have liked it. I mean, I see where they were going, and I, I'm kind of torn because I kind of glad they didn't do it because it wasn't part of the original series. But I think people kind of, unless you saw the original series, you had no idea what the fuck was going on. Yeah, like if you were coming I mean, into I, this I would movie, not be surprised if a if a lot of people who saw the movie still don't know when it took place. <laughs> they don't realize that it took place before episode four. This is true. <laughs> or maybe true. they finally figured it out at the very end. I love that they merged the two trilogies together. So you saw some of the characters from the the first, you know, one, two, and three. Well, I, mm-hmm. specifically one guy, that one senator dude. I was like, oh, you know, that's awesome. And Jimmy then, Smith. You know, they merged <laughs> in. Uh, and then they merged in, uh, you know, characters, you know, obviously from, you know, four, five, or six. So it, it was really cool seeing that. I really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't, the movie was pissing me off all the way up until, uh, you know, uh, should we say spoilers or is, it's hard for me to talk about this without getting into spoiler um, we'll, territory. We'll, we'll try to do it without too many spoilers. I mean, it's hard to really spoil okay. this movie too much, but we'll get, we'll avoid specific stuff, I guess. Okay. Well, there was a certain part right in the very middle of the movie. The whole movie was pissing me off up until the the middle. I was like, this just seems weird. Everything it does, I didn't like it up until the middle. And then when they actually go to, I can't remember the name, Edo or Edo or whatever. When they go to that planet to go get the plans, that's when the movie started kicking into high gear for me. I was like, all right, yeah, the one know, with the portal like that was around the planet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I feel the same that's way. When I <laughs> that third act, um, that big, you know, final, you know, third act. That was, I thought that was yep. great. 
That was very well done. But the first two thirds of the movie were boring as hell. <laughs> yes, I will tell everybody this right now, and I won't spoil this. But by far, this was the most. Think of Darth Vader. You just everybody oh. always. He's more of just like. Um, what is it? The Dread Pirate Roberts, like from uh, Princess Bride, he's just a name. So when you hear that he's terrifying, but you never see that he's terrifying, then you're like, right. ah, whatever. But when he shows up in the fucking end of the movie, I, I, I want everybody to know that that is by far the greatest oh. part in the entire movie. Because he, oh God, is yes. a, he is by far the most menacing person I've ever probably seen in a movie. Like when he's just going through killing everybody. That's right. He's like Jason, pretty much. He's basically Jason he Voorhees. <laughs> he is—he slowly moves at you and kills you, and no, there's <laughs> nothing you can do about it. You're going to die. <laughs> yeah. And that was the best part of the whole movie. Oh my god! Yeah, I agree. The thing is, is I'm not. And they use him. They use him like the shark in Jaws, where you don't see him very much, but then when you do, it's, it's great. <laughs> oh my god! It, so good. Oh my god, it was so good. There's a game there's a game out right now on uh PC. It's called Dead by Daylight. And essentially what it is, it's a four against one. So it's four survivors that are trying to turn on these uh I don't know, these lamps or whatnot. Or these generators, I'm sorry, these generators. And the generators, once they're all on, it opens up the main gate and all four survivors have to try to leave uh the sound. Mm. And there is a uh, a horror guy in there, all right? So sometimes it could be like oh, a crazy nurse. Or there's actually Michael Myers in this game, and it's just one person, and you're, you know, it's four people, like actual people playing the survivors, and there's one actual person playing this, uh, I don't know, hunter, I guess, I think they call him, or the monster. So there's different versions of the monsters, stuff like that, that you can play as to go kill people. Your job is to try to kill them. So it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool, but the reason I bring this up is Darth Vader can easily be in this fucking game. Like it is, yeah, sounds like it. He is terrifying. Like if, like if, <laughs> there's different like little hints and you know little hints and stuff like that because it's a, like a jump scare game. You never know when the, how the bad guy's near you. So like my my theory was like if they put Darth Vader in this game, his little hints oh. is like when you know he's near you is that like his breathing is like, yeah. oh my god oh my god he's near me. Oh my god! But yeah, Darth Vader's the shit. <laughs> oh, that'd movie. be great. I like how they did the ending of the movie. I thought I thought it was great how they wrapped it all up. Uh, I don't know. I, I enjoyed yeah. the the definitely the later half of the movie, but it was, it was super good. I hated the first. Well, I didn't hate it. I definitely didn't like the first ten minutes. And for a good portion of the movie, I didn't like the French dude or the Spaniard dude, and I didn't like the robot I didn't like dude. Any of them except for the robot. The robot was the only. I didn't good like character. the robot until. The- <laughs> The robot was pissing me off in the beginning, and then he started like, then I started liking. <laughs> he was the only one with even the remote, like a tiniest drop of personality. <laughs> Everyone else, all the other characters, were basically Enid and Tara from Walking Dead. They were so lame and boring. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> That's why the first like two thirds of the movie, I'm like, this feels like that episode of Walking Dead that was all about Tara. <laughs> I'm like, I just don't care. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I agree. Especially like Jin Erso. I mean, got to be the the worst character. I mean, not worst character compared to like Jar Jar Binks, but just completely forget forgettable and you know. 
and memorable in no way whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. No, the best. All right. So the second best part of the movie, besides Darth Vader, I forgot about this part, but uh, was that Asian monk dude where they put the bag over his head. He's like, are you kidding me? I'm blind. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of funny. <laughs> oh, God. I couldn't stop laughing after that. <laughs> it's so funny. But, yeah, no, I thought you know the movie was really had... distracting. Uh, I'm listening. The, uh, when they would try to essentially bring back old characters... <laughs> But they were just completely like CGI and didn't look anything close to real. Uh, which ones? Like Grand Moff Tarkin, who obviously Peter Cushing is. is dead. So uh, he was like, you know, the um, the guy who was above Krennic, who he kept having a report to, and he's like, I'm going to take charge of the Death Star. You're out, kind of thing. Oh yeah. Or a certain character you just see at the very, very end of the movie. I won't give that one away, but, like, oh, <laughs> that was a cartoon. Oh, I thought, <laughs> I, I thought that that looked pretty good. I mean, for technology nowadays, I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, but, I mean, you had to have done something, and it just made sense to put that individual in the movie. And I thought they did good. I mean, they, they kind of reminded me of what I they think did it, with Robert Downey Jr. in uh, the Captain America movie. I thought that looked great, though. You couldn't even tell with him. This didn't even look like a real person, especially like, especially when Grand Moff Tarkin would talk and his face moved just crazy weird. And you're just like, oh, this is not a real person's face. This is like watching a cutscene in like a PS2 game. <laughs> I have to watch that again because I don't even know which guy you're talking about. Are you talking about the guy who was above the, the dude in the white the whole time? Yeah, he was like in black. He, uh... Yeah, he was in, I was in episode four. He was kind of the guy that Darth Vader had to deal with on the Death Star. But like, oh, ugh, he, every time he was on screen, I was like, oh no! Just show him like looking out at the space the whole time. Like, never show him. <laughs> never show his face. <laughs> I was wondering why he looked like a cartoon. Kind of goofy, but I don't know. <laughs> he looked alright, I guess. I don't know, that really, it just took me out. Like, even the second time, I could barely focus on what they were saying because it just looked so fucked up. <laughs> like, oh, Can you no. explain to me real quickly, like, why C-3PO and R2 were on that planet? Is that because, oh, because, it's because eventually, I would say, uh, the fourth movie is when they get sent out to... Yeah, uh, I mean, they were on... Yeah, and remember in when episode four starts, they are on the ship with Princess Leia, yeah, and she puts the data in R2, and then, you know, they get in the escape pod, basically. But right. I, I'm not sure. I mean, was Princess Leia there at the base? I didn't think she was. I mean, because her, her, you know, her adopted dad, Jimmy Smith, he left to go tell her, you know, you got to get involved here and go contact General Kenobi or whatever. But yeah. I didn't think she was there at the time. It sounded like he was going back to Alderaan to tell her and stuff like that, so. Theoretically, yeah, they should have been I with her. <laughs> I don't know if the logistics oh. totally make up there. Yeah, no, because I was like, oh, it's cool that they're in here, but I'm confused on why they're here at this <laughs> base, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I definitely understand that. Um, I mean, it was kind of cool weird. that they did give somewhat of a reasoning for why the Death Star had this <laughs> spot that everyone makes fun of for 
<laughs> we had this one spot where you could hit it and the whole base blows up. Yeah. It's cool so that they kind of tried to explain that. that. I'm glad <laughs> that they did because that's always confused, I think, everybody in the world. And knowing <laughs> that that's an actual thing, that's actually cool that they actually made sense of that. I agree. So, Although it does kind of seem like uh, clearly they they realize now that Galen Erso, the guy who designed this station, was sending the secrets out. So I would think they'd be like, oh, maybe we should look at this a little closer. <laughs> Make well, sure there's not there's any, so well any weaknesses. Yeah, I, I agree, but even in his message, he said it's so well hidden, they'll never find out where it's at. That's true. So yeah, I mean, Maybe unless maybe you know what you're look, looking for. Probably, exactly. So I, I, I would imagine that even with that information, they just had no idea where to look. That's I mean, it's possible, a yeah. star. McDonald's. <laughs> it's a much larger, much larger thing. But I don't know. I enjoyed the movie a lot. I thought it was I liked good. the third I like I said, that third act was great. I got no complaints about that. It was it was a lot of fun, good times, you know, great action scenes, uh a lot of great, yeah. you know, cool you know, wars war type action, which was fun. But those first two thirds, I mean they're they just were not good. <laughs> Honestly, we needed to give you characters because it's kind of terrible. I thought they were going to stop the movie and let, leave it go for like a rogue two. I honestly thought that that was going to happen <laughs> right after. She's like, "All right, let's go get the plans." And I was like, "Oh God, this is where the movie's going to end." And and then never did. I was like, "Oh sweet," and, uh, and then it got better. I was like, "Oh, oh my goodness." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I agree. If they had just had more of that third act, it would have been great, but. As a whole movie, I, I'm not a huge fan, but man, there was some some great stuff in the in the latter part there. Yeah, and K two S O was pretty good. I, I felt like they did kind of waste his lines; could have been a little bit better. But I thought he was at least the only one that actually had any kind of personality, <laughs> and he was the droid. Which is odd, coming from a robot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did I did like him. Yeah, he was pretty That's good. That's good old Alan Tudyk, so can't go uh, wrong with that guy. But yeah, that's, that's Rogue One. I would I'd recommend it just for the the last half there. Yeah, <laughs> if you show up late, eh, you're all right. <laughs> you won't understand, yeah, but you probably wouldn't understand me, anyway. Much. <laughs> <laughs> they're getting the plans, all right. If you go see it right now, just know they're going there to get the plans. Yeah. You don't need to know exactly. why. <laughs> Those rebels seem like such bitches. <laughs> like, oh, we don't, we don't want to go get the plans. <laughs> oh, I know. Fuck you guys. <laughs> That's very rebellion of you. <laughs> yeah. We don't want to try or do anything. We're just going to have meetings and be like, ooh, we hate <laughs> that empire. <laughs> I'm shaking my fist at you. <laughs> oh, good times. <laughs> oh, man. I've seen a lot of movies lately. I'm up to like 93 movie trips for the year so far. <laughs> Jeez, so close to 100. <laughs> but I don't think I'll make it. <laughs> I'd have to get seven more in the last like two weeks. Now. <laughs> It can be done. 
Tell your boss you need to you need that Friday off because you need to watch seven more movies. <laughs> You need to come out with some good movies, but I know there's like at least one or two, I think, so far this that are still coming out this year that I want to see. Probably more, but I don't know if there's going to be seven. Uh, I don't know if there's anything that I want to go see that many more times to try to get me there. <laughs> oh, you're counting all the doubles, though, too? Doubles and or triples? Yeah. Yeah, I think oh, I'm at 66 different movies for the year, but 93 <laughs> times Jeez. I went to the movies. <laughs> a lot of movie watching. Yeah. You need to come over here so we can just watch movies all the time. Oh, that'd be great. It's my boss decides the movie office out there. I'm down for sure. That would be good. That would be good times. Well, sir, <laughs> I don't mean to cut this episode short, but I might have to cut this episode slightly short. Oh, all right. Yep, yep. I need to get some food. Like, my stomach is, like, tying in the knots. I'm dying right now. <laughs> Tomorrow's grocery shopping that. day, and I, I need to make the jambalaya, and I need to go out and oh, yeah. stuff real quick. So, um, but this has been another great episode. I, I think uh, I think Christmas is next Sunday, right? Uh, well, we probably won't be able to do an episode then, but maybe, maybe we'll find Saturday. I don't know. Um, we'll I know we're having like a Jake family party that day, but maybe after I get out of there, we'll we'll see if we can figure it out. All right. We'll we'll figure something out. If if not, then we'll we'll plan it on New Year's New Year's Day. <laughs> nice. What everybody wanted. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> well, I want everybody in case we don't do one next week, make sure you guys have a happy and safe Merry Christmas and uh if we don't do one on New Year's weekend we we probably will, but uh they have a happy New Year as well. And to remember continue to flipping your tip because that is the most important thing in the world and uh that's pretty much it. Uh, you got anything to add to that, Kivan? Uh, no, I think I think that's it. Cool beans, cool beans. Well, yeah, no, this is a fun one. I like it. I like Christmas, too. So hopefully everybody gets what they want this year, a.k.a. just letting you know, Kevin, your gift is on its way. And, uh, yeah, Ooh. should be fun times for everybody. So, all right, everybody, have a great and safe weekend, and thanks for listening. Find the clip, so I'll do it live. Everything's coming up, Millhouse.